Hello, and welcome back to the Blaze Experience. If you're joining us today, you're coming in for episode number 16. Today's episode will be Top Specializations in State of Decay 2. So once again, we're back to talk some more State of Decay 2, and today is all about the specializations. If you listened to a previous episode I did on the top 10 tips for State of Decay 2, this was one of the higher tips that you had to focus on. I won't spoil where in the list it fell, but specializations are definitely something that's important to focus on in this game, and that's why I decided to do an episode on it. Now, we are having some upcoming changes to the podcast. One of those is going to be we are going to have an intro song fairly soon. So I'm not sure if it'll officially be on this podcast or not, but if it is, I hope you enjoyed it. If not, it should be on one next week, hopefully. But regarding this episode, for specializations, you obviously have your fifth skill as well. I just want to say up front, this episode will not include anything about the fifth skill. So your fifth skill could be things like utilities, or it could be computers, it could be construction, or it also could be the special skills such as driving, like technology, things like that. This episode will not include any of those skills. I felt that it was too much to take in at once to include all that in one episode. So I'm going to break that up into two episodes. So this episode will be your four base skills. So we're talking your cardio, your fighting, your wits, and your shooting. We're going to break down everything included in those skills. And I will give somewhat of a ranking on them. And then next week's episode... I plan to do that one based on the fifth skill. So we're going to talk a lot about you know your utilities, your computers, your gardening. We'll also talk about your lichenology, your fishing, all those special skills. So next week's episode will be on your fifth skills. But in terms of this one, we don't have a lot of news this, today. Usually I would start with news. There wasn't a ton of news this week for State of Decay 2. The little bit of news I do have is that yesterday... Today is Friday, July 12th, and that's when we're recording this episode. So yesterday we did have a new stream from Undead Labs, and basically on this stream we did have five questions make it into the show. So I tried to ask some questions regarding their artist and animator that they had on the show, and basically they had these two developers there to answer questions about art and animation specifically so it is definitely an interesting stream i would definitely check it out and they had a lot of interesting information there but in terms of official news about the game not a ton came out that is new news pretty much they still said that the daybreak dlc they can't announce anything more about it yet which i kind of figured was going to be the case but i asked anyways just in case Inventory sorting is still in the works, so inventory sorting will be coming at some point. They did elaborate a little bit more. They said that it's kind of a hard fix, and they're looking for workarounds on it, but they agree that it should be in there, especially with the gun and ammo category, because it's kind of hard to find the gun or ammo you want. And one thing that is actually a little bit interesting that they mentioned, I did ask about more gun skins, like the RTX Piranha and the RTX Stormbreaker. And they did respond by saying that they're kind of hoping that more gun skins will be coming in the future. They didn't officially confirm this, but they are definitely hopeful that in the future they can have extra gun skins coming. 
So you could see some extra gun skins, some extra melee weapon skins, but that is definitely something they are hoping to do in the future. And in addition, I did also ask about like store related items such as like t-shirts, like buying artwork for the game, different things like that that you could buy, you know, physically. And they said it's kind of out of their hands, but they do hope that in the future they do have a store up. That's more in Microsoft's hands, it looks like, to sell merchandise. So it's kind of up to Microsoft to do the merchandise part, I guess. But hopefully in the future we will have some, you know, artwork for the game or possibly some t-shirts or just some merchandise for the game in general. But honestly, that's that's basically it for news. I mean, there wasn't a ton for news this week, but that's okay. You know, not every week is going to have a ton of news. So we will just get right into our topic then. So we're just going to talk about the four different categories that are in your main skills. We're going to break down the four different skill types that are involved in those categories. And then at the end of the podcast, what I will do is I won't give an official ranking, like, you know, top to bottom, because there's 16 of them. I won't give, you know, one through 16. But what I will do is I will break them into tiers. So I will break them into, you know, tier one, tier two, tier three, and tier four, which ones I think are the best ones out of tiers. Because honestly, a lot of these skills are very useful. There's not that many that are useless in my eyes. But we will go ahead and get into that. We will start by talking about cardio. So basically what cardio is, is it improves stamina and leads to advanced athletic skills. And you can improve this by sprinting and climbing. This is honestly a really important skill because you're always running somewhere in the game. You're always, you know, using cardio, using stamina to fight. You're always using cardio to climb. So pretty much everything in the game uses stamina and uses your cardio skill. So for cardio, our four skills are acrobatics, backpacking, marathon, and powerhouse. So powerhouse, what this one is, is it gives reduced stamina costs for melee attacks, grab, and execute. And when you upgrade this all the way, you will get plus 21 max stamina, minus 25% cost for grab attacks, minus 4% stamina cost for execute. In my eyes, this one is one I use a little bit less because to me, there's just better options when you upgrade your skills you'll always when you specialize you'll always get at least two options sometimes three but in my eyes there's always a better option to choose over this one so I personally don't really play with powerhouse that much but I mean there's always advantages to some of these you know the plus 21 max stamina you get that with any of these skills you upgrade but the less stamina cost for execute even though it's minor that is kind of nice to have that so I don't really have a ton of comments on Powerhouse because, honestly, I, I think you're better off just going other directions instead of Powerhouse. Marathon. This is probably one of my favorite ones out of this category of cardio. This one gives you reduced stamina cost for sprinting and fatigue accrues more slowly. So with the way I play, I really like this one a lot because I like to have a lot of stamina for my characters because when you're fighting, when you're trying to run away from a horde of zombies, whatever you're trying to do, more stamina is always going to help you. And less fatigue always helps you as well. So the way I like to play, I like to focus on a lot of stamina. I mean, I don't, I know everyone doesn't like to focus on that. Some people like to focus on a lot more health or a lot better 
reduction of injuries, things like that. But for me, I focus on stamina a lot. And when you upgrade Marathon all the way, you get your plus 21 base stamina. You get that with any of these skills we're talking about at this moment. But you also get minus 33% stamina cost and minus 40% fatigue severity. And you can also sprint for free when lightly encumbered. That part right there, that is huge. Because if you're lightly encumbered, you can sprint for free. You don't use a single ounce of stamina. And that is a huge game changer. Because if you keep your backpack light enough, then you can just sprint anywhere you want and never have to worry about stamina, with sprinting at least. So to me, this is a game changer skill. I think Marathon is something you really want to focus on. Some of these other ones I'm about to mention are honestly very good too, but I would definitely have someone within your community that has Marathon because Marathon is just a really good skill to use. Next, we have Backpacking. Now, Backpacking gives you a major increase to carrying capacity. So when you upgrade this one to full, and when I say upgrade to full, by the way, it means you specialize and then you get this skill all the way to seven stars. That's what I mean by that. So basically you get to, you know, your regular seven stars that will allow you to specialize. Once you specialize, if you get it to seven stars again, then that is what will unlock the extra bonuses I'm talking about. So for example, with backpacking, the extra bonuses for getting it to seven stars after you specialize are plus 30 max capacity carrying capacity, plus one inventory slot, and unlike the other ones, this one actually gives you plus 61 max stamina. So the other skills give you plus 21, this one gives you an extra 40 on top of that. So basically backpacking, it will boost your stamina a lot. It will also give you a better carrying capacity and the extra inventory slot. The extra inventory slot is very helpful because on your person, you'll have one extra inventory slot to carry items, which we all know from playing the game, you run out of space really fast if you're going on a lot of supply runs. So having that extra inventory slot can really change the game for you. So backpacking, honestly, is a very useful skill, and it's always nice to have that extra carrying capacity. And honestly, the extra 40 stamina over the rest of them, that is huge, and that is a game changer. So I definitely don't blame anyone if they want to choose backpacking over marathon because backpacking is very, very good to use. Just I do like the less fatigue severity with marathon. So it, it kind of evens out a little bit with that because backpacking, you don't have that fatigue severity loss, which that extra the extra 40 percent less fatigue severity for marathon. That is honestly something that outweighs the backpacking for my taste. Our last one in the cardio section is acrobatics. Now what acrobatics does is it gives you dodging and climbing quicker and they cost less stamina. So basically this is good for a lot of your hordes. If you're in a horde, you can just keep hitting the B on Xbox and keep dodging in and out of that horde. You can kind of dodge in and out of that horde without really actually taking damage because you can dodge so fast that they won't be able to touch you. And then you can get yourself in a good spot to actually turn around and shoot them or get on top of a shipping container or whatever you want to do to actually get out of that situation. When you upgrade this one all the way, it will give you your plus 21 max stamina. It's going to give you a flying strike attack when facing an enemy. And I've tried this out a few times. It's actually pretty cool. And it also gives you minus 50% climbing stamina costs and you can dodge farther and faster 
So basically, like I was saying, you can dodge a lot better when you have this skill. But also, if you're like climbing over walls, you're climbing on a shipping container or something like that, you can do this a lot more efficiently because it's going to cost you less stamina to do so. To me, the climbing aspect, I don't climb a ton. So to me, it's not as worth it for that. But for the dodging aspects, I do like the advanced dodging aspects this offers. So that's kind of our cardio category. Like I said, I'll break these down to tiers afterwards, but I'm sure from what I've said so far, you can kind of gauge a little bit where my mind's at with these tiers, but that's basically what we have for our cardio category. All right, so next we have wits. What wits does is wits improves your search speed and leads to advanced mental skills. You improve this by searching containers and exploring the map. So basically, the more you search and the more you survey, the faster your wits will go up. Now, when you upgrade the skills in this category, the base upgrade is plus 35% search speed. So what this means is any of these skills that I'm about to talk about in this category, if you upgrade them all the way, you will get that plus 35% search speed because that comes with any of the ones in this category when you upgrade them. So first one we will talk about is resourcefulness. What resourcefulness will do for you is it will increase your carrying capacity, and this is especially true for consumable items. So kind of like backpacking, this is honestly a good one to pair with backpacking because what this does when you upgrade all the way is it gives you an extra inventory slot. It'll give you your 35% search speed like I talked about, plus three max consumable stack, and minus 70% consumable weight. So basically your consumables, that's anything that you can kind of stack together. So It'll be like your painkillers, it'll be your bandages, things like that that are actually consumable, uh, plague samples, just mainly things that you can stack together, honestly. And what it will do is it'll increase your stack. So for painkillers, you can actually hold six painkillers in a slot instead of the usual three. So it'll increase your slots by three. That's what it means by the plus three max consumable stack. So things that you could usually only hold three of, you can hold extra three of now. So you can hold six of the bandages. You can hold six of the painkillers. That's where it comes in the most handy. This also applies, though, to bags of snacks. It'll apply to your nutritious snacks and items like that. And then, like I said, too, it reduces the weight of these items. So that also helps you get around the map more. But the reason why this pairs well with backpacking is that extra inventory slot. So if you have this with your backpacking skill from your cardio, then you have two extra inventory slots. So what I like to do is have one character in my community that has backpacking and resourcefulness, because if you have that combo on one character, they can kind of be designated as your gatherer character. So if you have to go on a supply run, you can send this person out and they can gather two more slots worth of items. And that's kind of handy, honestly. So that's basically resourcefulness. The next one we have is scouting. What scouting does is it increases scouting range and passive enemy detection. So when you upgrade this one all the way, it'll give you a plus 35% search speed. You can get plus 70% container visibility range, plus 45 meter enemy detection range, and all containers are revealed when indoors. So what's helpful about this, honestly, is the all containers are revealed when indoors because I know we've all been there where we try to go indoors, search for the containers or items that we need to search, and we can't find them. 
this will actually help you by revealing those when you're indoors. So that is a big help. It'll make your searching faster and it'll make enemies not detect you as well. And it'll also give you better visibility as well. So if you're scouting, then it's going to give you better visibility when you scout. You can scout farther. I don't think this skill is as useful as some of the other ones. There's definitely other skills that I think are more worth your time than this one. But if somebody wants to try that out, then, you know, go for it. I mean, this isn't the skill I spent a lot of time with because there's other skills in here that are a lot more worth your time. Next, we have Stealth. Stealth gives you quiet interactions and reduced visibility to enemies. So when you upgrade this one all the way, you're going to get your 35% search speed like you do with the rest of them. You'll get minus 35% enemy sight range, minus 50% chance of a search crash. So that's when you're searching and you search fast. If it makes noise, that will happen less. 50% of the time, that will happen less than when you didn't have this skill. You also get quick stealth kills. You can sprint while crouched. And you can silently open locked doors while crouched. The biggest key here, honestly, is the sprint while crouched. Because you can stay less visible to enemies when you're crouched, of course. But you can also sprint when doing this. So this skill, Stealth, really pairs well with Marathon. So if you combine it with Marathon from your cardio with the Stealth, basically you can stay crouched, you can sprint, and if your backpack is lightly encumbered with the Marathon skill, then you can sprint for free. So essentially what this will do is, if you're crouched, you can just sprint for free anywhere you want. The zombies won't be able to tell, detect you as well. And then when you get to the zombies, you can Stealth kill them. So that is a killer combo and one I definitely recommend trying out. Stealth is honestly great if you're going to try not to Rambo the zombies and you're going to try and take them out more quietly. It depends on your playstyle. A lot of these will depend on your playstyle and how you want to play. But if you're someone that likes to be more sneaky about how you play and take the zombies out one at a time, this is definitely the way that goes. Stealth is really useful and it's really handy. If you're someone that wants to, you know, just bust open the front door and start shooting everything in sight, maybe don't use stealth because stealth obviously isn't conducive to that. But we do have one other one in the wits category. The last skill in the wits category is discipline. What discipline does is it gives you increased stamina, light encumbrance limit, and weapon durability. So you'll get your plus 35% search speed like the rest of them. You'll get plus 5 stamina gain on a melee kill plus 24 max stamina, minus 25% durability loss per hit when using melee, and plus 30 light carrying capacity. Now, honestly, this skill is a game changer because not only does it give you extra stamina, which I said I'm a big fan of, but it gives you extra durability for your melee weapons, which who doesn't want extra durability for your melee weapons? I mean, that's just a no-brainer to have that. And then on top of that, it gives you plus 30 light carrying capacity, so this means you can actually have more items in your backpack, but still be considered light carrying capacity when you wouldn't, if you didn't have this skill, it would be considered heavy usually. So essentially say, I forget what the thresholds are exactly, but let's just say, for example, 20 pounds is the normal threshold for light carrying capacity. So if you add 30 pounds to that, you're probably going to be at heavy carrying capacity. Well, with this skill, it adds 30 to your light carrying capacity. So basically, if you have 50 pounds of stuff, it's still going to act like your light carrying capacity. And this is huge because if you have a heavy carrying capacity or a medium carrying capacity, 
then you use stamina faster. But if you keep it light, then you don't use as much stamina. And this honestly pairs very well with marathon and cardio because if you pair this with marathon, you'll have the extra stamina. And then when you have the extra stamina, you also sprint for free because the extra light carrying capacity, that's going to make it easier for you to sprint for free because you're going to have extra weight that you can put in your backpack and still have that sprinting for free. But honestly, discipline pairs well with a lot of skills. I mean, it could pair well with backpacking, you know, because you have the extra carrying capacity and then you have the 30 light on top of that. So it definitely pairs well with that as well. And it definitely pairs well with some skills we're going to get to in the other categories. But discipline is a great skill. It's got a lot of uses. And honestly, you can't really go wrong with discipline because it pairs well with pretty much any skill you want to use. I mean, even if you wanted to use powerhouse, you know, the extra stamina is going to help you with that. The light encumbrance limit is going to help with things like marathon or backpacking. If you're using acrobatics, then the extra stamina will help with that as well. And also the durability for the weapons, that'll help as well because you're going to be climbing over things. You wouldn't want to slash the zombies with your weapon. It'll keep them more durable. So honestly, discipline pairs well with most things. But that's kind of our wits category. So we'll move on to our fighting category next. So it's kind of self-explanatory what the fighting category is, but basically the description of it is it improves health and leads to advanced combat skills, and you improve this by fighting hand-to-hand. So obviously you're not going to improve fighting by shooting. You have to get in there hand-to-hand and kill the zombies that way. Now the base upgrade for this category is plus 28 max health. So this means, again, that all four of these skills we're about to talk about in this category, they will all have plus 28 max health when you upgrade them all the way. So the first one we're going to talk about is swordplay. And swordplay, honestly, if you talk to most people that play the game, if you survey most people that play the game, most people are going to tell you this is the best one. Swordplay gives you increased lethality with bladed weapons, and it unlocks the leg sweep attack. That leg sweep attack is amazing because you just sweep the leg of the zombie, you can knock it down, and then you can just slash the head of it. So essentially, it's almost like... A huge advantage over the zombies because you just sweep the leg, take it out with your blade. So it's a really nice combo to use, honestly. And I can't blame anyone for loving this because I love it myself. It's very fun to use. But when you upgrade this all the way, you're going to get that plus 28 max health we talked about. You're going to get plus 30% blade lethality. You will get the leg sweep attack we talked about, which will cripple your enemies. And then you execute enemies standing with a blade which this extra execution actually helps as well. So there's nothing about the swordplay technique that doesn't help you. I mean, extra blade lethality, that means that you're going to kill zombies a lot faster, a lot quicker, and more weapons can take them down faster. So you can't really go wrong with swordplay. Swordplay is amazing, and it's definitely something you want to use in a lot of your characters. Which, in my opinion, swordplay pairs really well with acrobatics because if you use it with acrobatics, you can dodge in and out of hordes. You can leg sweep them after you dodge out of there. You can also climb over objects really fast. So I think acrobatics pairs really well with swordplay, in my opinion. But swordplay is one of those skills that really can pair with a lot of things. It can pair with discipline really well. It could pair with marathon really well because you have that free sprinting if you have your light encumbrance. So... Swordplay really pairs well with most things, but if I was going to choose, I think it goes really with acrobatics, personally. 
next we have endurance, which this kind of is a little bit explanatory. It's going to give you better endurance. But what this will do is it will increase your health and trauma will accrue more, more slowly. Sorry. So you're going to get a slam attack with this, which is a nice extra attack to kill the zombies. You'll get minus 50% injury severity. What this means is that you can get injured less often. So like say your gas inhalation, say a bloater exploded on you and normally you take gas inhalation damage with this skill. You're going to take gas inhalation damage less often. You may still get it, but you're going to get a lot less often with this character than you would with a character that doesn't have this. That's what injury for severity means. Or like say you fell off a ladder and you had a sprained ankle. That's going to happen less often with this character that has the skill. So that's what endurance does. But also that base 28 max health, this actually gives you plus 84 max health. So it gives you like an extra 60 health on top of the base max health when you upgrade it. So essentially, if you're going for a character that has a lot of health and it takes a lot longer for them to die, this is probably the skill you want. And that's honestly what is so great about it is it gives you the extra health. An extra 60 health, that's huge. I mean, that's basically over half of what some characters start with. A lot of characters start with, you know, 100 health, a little bit around that, maybe 80, maybe, you know, 110, usually around that range. 60 extra health on top of the 28 you already get, that's huge because that's almost... I mean, honestly, total health, that 84 health, that's almost double what the character starts with. So that is amazing. Obviously, you can have some characters that start a lot higher than that. But I'm just saying for a lot of normal characters, this is going to be a game changer for them. But the next skill we have is close combat. Now, close combat, what this does is improves your fighting and reduces stamina when used with an empty melee weapon slot. So this is using your close combat weapon. So what this means is you don't want any weapon equipped. This is using your short weapon. This is your rusty screwdriver, your barbecue fork, your combat knife, basically your little tiny weapon that you take out and use when your main melee weapon breaks or if you don't have one. So basically when you use this skill, you want to only use your short weapon. And what it will do when you upgrade all the way, you'll get that plus 28 max health base attack. You will get a shove attack, which works really well because... You can go up to the zombies and shove them out of the way and then start slashing them with your small weapon. You get enhanced close combat moves. Basically, it just means that you're going to get extra moves for close combat that help you move faster. And they honestly look really cool when you do them. You execute standing enemies with a knife and you get minus 50% melee stamina cost when using your close combat weapon. That is honestly what's huge about this and... That is why I love close combat so much because I'm all about stamina, like I said, and that extra minus 50% melee stamina cost, that essentially means that when you fight with your close combat weapon, it's going to take you almost no stamina to fight when you fight zombies. And that is huge because obviously when you're in a fight, you don't want to run out of stamina because I'm sure we've all been there before where you run out of stamina and then the zombies are just biting you and there's not much you can do about it because you have no stamina, so you can't really get away. So unless you have like, you know, a bag of snacks or a nutritious snack or something like that, that'll give you stamina. There's not really much you can do at that point. So you don't want to run out of stamina to fight. And that's why I love this skill so much, because when you're fighting with this, especially if you pair it with other things, like say you pair this with marathon or say you pair it with discipline, 
then you're going to have extra stamina already. With the marathon, you're going to sprint for free if you have light encumbrance. And when you're fighting, you're going to have minus 50%. Like, that is a killer combo. So if you pair this with marathon and discipline, you're going to have so much stamina. You can sprint for free and you can fight and have less 50% less cost when you fight. So this is honestly a game changer depending on the play style you want. My personal play style, I like a lot of stamina. So this is a skill I'm going to want to use more often because I like having that extra stamina and I like having that extra stamina, especially in fights. Now, the last one from the fighting category is called striking. Now, what striking will do is it'll increase your knockdown with blunt weapons and it'll unlock a grand slam attack. So basically your knockdown, that's like what your bats do more often. It will essentially it kills the zombies slower. But if you have a horde of zombies around them, you can just swing the bat, knock them down really fast, and it will allow you to get away faster. With a bladed weapon, you won't be able to do that as well. It will kill the zombies faster, but you can't knock them down and escape as fast. So with a bladed weapon, it's harder to escape sometimes. With a blunt weapon, it's easier to escape in bad situations. So this will give you your plus 28 max health bonus like we talked about. It will give you extra percentage for blunt knockdown and the Grand Slam AoE attack. So basically, this is what you want to use if you want to knock down zombies and get out of situations faster. In my personal taste, I wouldn't use this one as much because I think there's better ways to get around, you know, having yourself surrounded. I think you're better off to have more stamina or you're better off to have more lethality. That way you can take the zombies out one-on-one. You know, maybe use the stealth skill that way you can take them out without actually engaging a horde. But I would say striking is best for the people that want to, you know, play Rambo style and just go right in there. Start whacking some zombies with a bat, you know, knock them all down on the ground, then just start stomping on their heads. I mean, that's the kind of play style I think striking is probably suited for the best. But it, it's definitely interesting to use. I have used before, and it's interesting. Just for my personal play style, I don't use striking that much just because it's not really something that I really like to engage in. I like to engage in a little bit more where I can just have as much stamina as I want, enter a fight, and already know I'm going to win that fight because I have the stamina to get through anything. All right, and last but not least, we have our shooting category. It's pretty obvious what shooting is, but essentially this improves firearm handling and it leads to advanced shooting skills, and you would obviously improve this by shooting enemies. So the more you shoot, the more this will improve. So what you get when you upgrade this is you get plus 25% firearm sway and plus 25% firearm recoil. That is going to be given to you with any of these options I'm about to talk about. So you will get that as kind of like a base upgrade when you specialize your skill. Or sorry, I did say plus 25%. I meant minus 25%. So it decreases the sway of your weapons and decreases the recoil. I apologize for that. But the first one we're going to talk about is gunslinging. What gunslinging will do is it will give you faster reloads and it'll give you the aim snap ability. So basically the aim snap ability, what this does is it just makes it easier to aim and you can just quickly snap into aiming your gun. Fast reloads is obviously pretty self-explanatory, but you're going to reload a lot faster. How much faster? Well, 200% faster. So that is huge and that makes you reload so fast. 
So say you're going to go kill a play card or something, having this skill, that is going to be a, very handy for you, especially with the new 50 cal nerf, because having that, you have to reload your gun at least once. With this skill, it's going to be a lot faster reloading your 50 cal weapon. But you also get your firearm sway reduction and your firearm recoil reduction like we talked about. But honestly, this skill is one of your better shooting skills because that aim snap is very useful for taking out zombies really quick on the fly. If, say they sneak up on you, you pull out your gun, it'll quickly aim snap for you, and then you just pop them out. And obviously, a reload speed. I mean, everyone loves fast reload speed, so that is definitely handy to have. Gunslinging is one of your top shooting skills, and it pairs very well with a lot of things. I mean, it could pair very well with Marathon because Marathon... You could just sprint, stop really fast, you know, use your aim snap, take out a zombie. Sprint, stop, aim snap, take out a zombie. That's a great combo to have right there. But this is another one of those skills that pairs well with a lot of things. I mean, it could pair well with discipline, for example, because discipline will give you the extra stamina. And it could also pair well with stealth as well, because if you have gunslinging and stealth, that means you can crouch aim snap and then take out a zombie without the zombie really knowing he's there i mean obviously you can do this without the gunslinging ability but gunslinging will make it a little easier for you too because you can do this very quickly reload really fast take out another zombie reload take out a zombie so it can be a very fast action for you if you use this with stealth but kind of like i said i mean this is one of those skills that pretty much anything you pair it with it's going to work out well for you it's just a matter of preference you know what you like better stylistically that it'll work for you another skill we have in the shooting category is called sharpshooting this one gives you improved steadiness bullet penetration and dismemberment so this will give you extra firearm sway reduction and extra firearm recoil reduction on top of what you already get so this one's going to be the best one to use if you want less sway and less recoil so this is really good for like your sniper rifles, for example. If you're going to sit up in a tower and just snipe zombies all day, then this is the weapon. This is the skill for you. And it also gives you all shots pierce enemies when you upgrade all the way. So basically, this is the weapon or sorry, this is the skill you want to use if you're going to be doing a lot of sniping, I would say. Next, we have weapon handling. What weapon handling will do is it will clear jam firearms and improve durability. So you get your 25% firearm sway and recoil reduction like you do for the rest of them. You also get minus 25% durability loss per shot. You clear jam firearms in the field and you clear jam firearms very quickly. So basically what this is useful for is we've all had that situation where you're out in the game, you know, you're out in the world somewhere, your gun jams up on you. This skill is perfect for that situation because what this skill will do is you try to shoot a bullet. Quickly, your character will grab the gun, they'll unjam it, and they'll keep shooting. So, basically, your guns can just keep shooting as long as you want with this skill because they your character knows how to unjam them. And that is amazing to actually have that. Because that basically means any situation you have out in the field, you're still going to be able to shoot as long as you have ammo. So, for that reason and that reason alone, I just really love this skill because... I don't want to be caught in a situation where I see a juggernaut coming at me or I see a feral coming at me. Oh, shoot, my gun's jammed. Then you're in trouble. 
I don't want to have that situation happen to me. So I like to have this skill because if I have weapon handling, I can unjam my gun automatically. Boom, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to still keep fighting. And that's the biggest thing with me personally. I like to always be ready to continue fighting because you never know what's going to come at you. You know, you don't know if you're going to run into a horde. You don't know if you're going to run into a juggernaut and a feral at the same time. You don't know if you're going to run into like hostile enclaves. So to me, I like to have extra stamina and be ready for any fight. But the last one in the shooting category is assault. What assault does is it gives you significantly reduced recoil and it gives you a kick attack unlocked while aiming. So this is going to give you 80% firearm recoil. So you'll have a lot less recoil than most guns will because this basically gives you extra on top of the 25% you usually get. You'll get your your normal 25% firearm sway reduction, which you get with the rest of them. You can kick over enemies while aiming and it gives you plus 50% firearm knockdown. So basically when you shoot your guns, you're going to be able to knock down zombies a lot easier with the 50% extra there. And then if somebody's if a zombie's coming at you and you're aiming your gun, you can actually kick that zombie down and still shoot them. So basically, you don't have to stop aiming your gun. You can just kick the zombie down and keep going. You keep shooting, which that's honestly very handy. And it lends itself to the word assault because that's what assault is. You know, you can just kick down a zombie, keep assaulting. So it really works well with that skill. This isn't, however, a skill that I would use as much. I mean, for my personal taste, um, weapon handling and gunslinging are just a lot more useful for your characters so i would probably go for those first but assault definitely can be useful in the right build i would say but those are basically your categories and all the skills within them and like i said there's obviously fifth skills we will get into the fifth skills next episode but i felt it was better to break this up into two different episodes because there's honestly a lot to take in with these main skills. I wanted to talk about the main skills and the specializations for those main skills first. So that's what this episode is going to be. Next episode, we will talk about the fifth skill and all the things you can do with your fifth skill. But that's all we have for the categories and the types of skills. Like I said, at the end, I will rank them into tiers. So that's what I'll get into now. So basically what I did for the tiers it was honestly pretty difficult to actually have a definitive, you know, 1 to 16 ranking of these because there's honestly a lot of these that are really subjective how you want to use them. And most of these skills are very useful and something that depending on the character build you have, there's always a good use for it. Because I've had a lot of friends ask me when I'm playing, oh, I have a I can specialize this character, you know, what should I specialize? And basically my answer to them is always well, it depends on what kind of character you're building. So I ask them, you know, what do you already have for your other categories? And then based on what they have for their other categories, I tell them what works best with those categories. So honestly, specializing, it's more about building the right combinations than it is about the skills themselves somewhat. But the skills themselves, there are definitely some that are better than others. And that's why I'm going to do sort of a ranking into tiers because some of these skills are a lot better to use in more situations than others are. So, for example, tiers 1, 2, and 3. Honestly, all 12 skills in tier 1, 2, and 3 are ones that you can interchange them with a lot of different skills in those tiers. And you can make a great build. The only tier I would advise people don't use really is tier 4. Tier 4, those 4 skills 
to my liking, I would really never use them. I use them to try them, and now I'm probably never going to use these four skills again because the other 12 skills are just more suited to the way I like to play. But basically what I did is, obviously, each category, whether it's cardio, fighting, shooting, or wits, they all have four skills within there. So I took one skill from each category and placed that into a tier. So basically, tier four will have one skill from each category, tier three, one from each category, and so on. All the way up to tier one, which will have the best skill from each category, in my opinion. So we'll just start getting to that now with tier four. So the lowest skill for shooting, in my opinion, is assault. So assault goes into tier four. The lowest skill for fighting, in my opinion, is striking. Then for wits, we have... And then for wits, we have scouting. And then for cardio, the lowest skill, in my opinion, is powerhouse. So powerhouse, striking, assault, and scouting. Those are the four skills in the game that I would never upgrade or specialize to. Because in my opinion, there's just always something better to choose than those four. So those are the four I would never choose if I was you. In my opinion, if I had to rank tier four as a whole, I would say powerhouse is the best one of those then striking, then assault, and then scouting. To me, scouting, I just can't really see a lot of uses for scouting because the extra visibility and less enemy detection, to me, it just doesn't really help you that much. I mean, the best thing to help you with scouting is that you can actually see all your searchables inside a building, but is it really that much of an annoyance that you can't actually just go search for yourself? So, I mean, to me, it's not worth having that scouting skill. I tried it out on a couple characters just to see what it did, but... To me, it's not worth your time. There's other things more worth your time, in my opinion. So tier three, we have sharpshooting from the shooting skill. We have endurance from the fighting skills. We've got backpacking from your cardio skill. And then we have stealth from your wit skill. So basically, if I was to rank these, you know, within that tier, I would say stealth is your best one, then endurance, then backpacking, and then sharpshooting. These, like I said before, you know, they're all honestly skills that are worth using. It's just, I would say there's less situations that you want to use these than the ones above it. Because, for example, take endurance. I mean, basically the reason why you want to use endurance is you get the extra health. But there's other skills that give you more than just extra health, in my opinion. So they're better to use because they give you more options to do. I mean, extra health is always nice, but... Other options to help you fight off zombies are more efficient, in my opinion. The one of these that was really hard for me to put in this tier is stealth, because stealth is just so handy, and it was definitely difficult for me to put it in this tier, but but honestly, the reason why I had to do it is because besides scouting, the other skills and wits are just so useful, and to me... The wits category overall, that's where you can really make your characters because don't pick scouting in my opinion, but any of the other three are really useful to you. And it was very hard for me to decide this, but I thought stealth was a little bit less useful than the other two. And the reason for that is because I don't like to use stealth play as much. So for someone that likes to use stealth play more, then I definitely understand why you'd run rank this higher. But for my play style, I don't like to Rambo it, but I also don't like to stealth kill. I kind of like to go in between and just have enough stamina to actually get me through the fight. 
So that's kind of your tier three. Now, tier two, it was very hard to decide in some of these cases, but basically this tier, these are the ones that pretty much any situation, they're good for you. Just in my opinion, there's a better option for these categories. All right, so our tier two skills that we have, we have swordplay for fighting, gunsling for shooting, resourcefulness for wits, and acrobatics for cardio. Now, I know some of these are going to be very surprising to some people. Some people are going to be like, what? You put swordplay in second? You put gunslinging in second? And I completely understand the people that are going to say that because swordplay and gunslinging are so powerful and so useful. Just, again, it comes down to my playstyle. I think in this game, stamina is what's going to help you the most. And that is why I had to put these in tier two and put other ones ahead of it because... I think anything that keeps you fighting longer and gives you more options to escape a bad situation is going to be better for you than these skills because swordplay is really nice and it's very lethal lethal when killing zombies, but what is swordplay going to do to get you out of a bad situation? I mean, yes, you can kill a lot of zombies and it's going to be easier to kill them and you have that nice lake sweep, but if there's a big horde on you, then it's going to be hard to escape that big horde still. You know, same with Gunsling. Gunsling is going to have that nice aim snap, which is very helpful. And it's going to have the fast reloads. But what if a bunch of zombies are already up on you? Then fast reloads aren't really going to help you when, you know, five zombies are chewing your face off. So to me, it's just more helpful to have the ones that give you the extra stamina and give you more options to escape bad situations. And to me, that's kind of what this game is about, is preparing yourself to escape a bad situation before it happens. Because you never know when you're going to have a bad situation. I've had some bad situations and lost a couple of characters, which, you know, really bummed me out. And th that's going to happen in this game. I mean, it it's very hard to never, ever lose a character in this game. And that's kind of the way Undead Labs made it. And I, I love that about the game because it really gets you attached to your characters. And it really sucks when you actually lose one. But if I was going to rank the ones in tier two, I would say swordplay is the best one, then resourcefulness, then gunsling, and then acrobatics. And real quick, the reason why I put resourcefulness over stealth is because I think having that extra carrying capacity and extra inventory slot is more conducive to help you out in the long run because having more inventory slots so you can grab more stuff. Also, the extra consumable stack is another reason I put it over it because having that extra consumable space you know, being able to take six painkillers with you instead of three, I value that a lot more than being stealthy because having extra painkillers with you when you're out in the world, that gives you more chances to heal, you know, more fights you can get into and be okay. But if you have stealth, I mean, stealth is great and it's a lot of fun to use, but what is stealth going to do if you get badly injured? You're still going to, you know, be badly injured. With resourcefulness, if you get badly injured, you're hopefully going to have six painkillers with you or six bandages with you. You're going to have more stuff with you to heal. You know, you're going to heal back up and then you're still going to have, you know, a stack of three bandages left, which that is the normal stack size for bandages. So having that extra stack take up one slot, that is a huge game changer. And that is why I think it's better than stealth. So for me, resourcefulness is just better than stealth, but that's basically the way I play it because I like to be ready for any situation at any time and be ready to keep my characters alive. I definitely understand that people, you know, that like the stealth and marathon combo or something because the stealth and marathon combo is great. And 
it's a lot of fun to crouch and then sprint while you're crouching. But again, I just think resourcefulness is more useful in the long run to help your characters. And last but not least, we have tier one. So tier one, this is basically, in my opinion, the best combo you can have. This is the combo that my leader has, and I love this on my leader. My leader has over 200 stamina, and I'm not joking about that. Like, if anyone wants to come to my game and see, I believe she has 210 total stamina, and it's amazing. She has stamina for days, and she can keep on kicking in any fight. She can take on anything and keep going. And I love that about my leader, and that's why I built her that way, because I wanted someone that has enough stamina to get into any situation and then get themselves out of it. She can sprint, she can fight, she can do whatever she needs to do, and that's all because of this build I set up here. So basically, my tier one skills, these are the skills that if you pair all four of these together, I think this is the ultimate build. Like I think this is the best build you can have for a character because, to me, stamina is king in this game. Having more stamina is more important than having more health. It's more important than, you know, faster reloads. It's more important than lethality or knockdown. To me, having more stamina is more important than anything. And I totally understand if other players have other things that are more important to them. But for my taste, I think stamina is going to be the best thing to keep your characters alive and to keep you doing better in your games and surviving the world a lot longer. So the four skills we have in here, we have close combat for our best fighting skill. We have weapon handling for our best shooting skill. We have marathon for our best cardio skill. And then we have discipline for our best wits. The reason why close combat is number one for fighting for me is because when you melee, you take less stamina away. That minus 50% melee when you use your close combat weapon, that is huge because that means whatever fight you get into... You're going to have the enhanced close combat moves and you're going to use less salmon for it. So that is really big and it's really key. Marathon. The reason why that is the best out of the cardio ones for me is the free sprinting. Like if you're lightly encumbered and you can sprint for free, that is huge. I mean, why wouldn't you want to sprint for free? Because if you get yourself into a bad situation and there's a horde there, you can sprint for free and just get right out of there. So you won't have to worry about using your stamina when sprinting. You can sprint out of there, get out of there fast. Same with close combat. You know, this is all about getting out of bad situations. Close combat will get you out of more bad situations because you're going to use less stamina when you're fighting. And you're going to also have the enhanced close combat moves and the shove attack, which the shove attack is important too because you can shove zombies off of you. So again, this whole build I have set up here, this is for getting you out of bad situations and not having to worry as much about losing your characters. Weapon handling. The reason why weapon handling is up there, like, number one for me in shooting is because clearing the jammed firearms, honestly. That, that's all it is, really. Because being able to clear your jammed firearms in the field, that is huge. You know, if you have a horde of zombies charging at you, your gun jams, you can quickly charge it, usually before they get to you. And then you can just keep shooting them, you keep going, and you're still going to stay in the fight, so... That is key for me because you don't want to have your jam gun destroy things for you. And then discipline. The reason why that's number one for wits is honestly everything about it. I mean, discipline for me is the number one skill in the game. Like discipline is huge. And I would recommend if you have a choice between discipline and anything else in the wits category, pick discipline. Because not only do you get the extra stamina, you get that extra light carrying capacity boost. And that is going to be huge as well. The 
25% less, you know, the minus 25% durability reduction, that's almost just gravy because like that is huge in itself. But compared to the other things, that's just basically gravy thrown on top of it. So when you use your melee weapons, you're going to have them break down less. You're going to be able to pair this with your marathon, have that extra light encumbrance limit, which will be able to let you sprint for free. And you have extra stamina on top of that. So with this build, honestly, I think you really can't go wrong because the discipline is going to give you extra stamina. The marathon is going to give you extra stamina. The close combat will give you less severity when you it'll use less stamina when you fight. Not to mention when you marathon too, that gives you the minus 40% fatigue severity. So you're going to get fatigued a lot less fast. So you're basically you're not going to get fatigued really. You're going to use low stamina. You're going to be able to clear your Jan weapons in the field. And honestly, this this build is so great that I just can't see another build being ahead of it for my playstyle because you have enough stamina to do anything you want. You can get out of any situation and really no situation can stop you too much. I mean, the worst situation you can run to with this build is like, a bunch of ferals because the ferals could probably keep up with your stamina but you know hopefully you have enough stuff with you that you can actually take out a bunch of ferals i mean and i've never really counted more than two ferals at once so hopefully it's not going to happen to you where you encounter you know more than one or two at once but this build is so great honestly and if i was ranking this tier i would probably put number one skill in the game discipline number two weapon handling because clearing those jam firearms that's just huge Number three, Marathon. Number four, Close Combat. And a fifth skill, if I was doing a top five, I would probably rank Swordplay. Because Swordplay is really, really useful. And the only reason I put Close Combat ahead of it is because the minus 50% stamina that you use when you melee. So that minus 50% stamina use, that is really big to me. So I understand some people that are going to say Swordplay is better. And I, I totally understand that argument. But to me, the stamina that you save when you close combat is more important than the lethality of swordplay. So those would be my top five. Again, that's discipline, weapon handling, marathon, close combat, and swordplay. Those are the top five skills in my view. And again, like I said, this doesn't include anything in the fifth skill. Next week's podcast will be all about the fifth skill, and we'll talk about everything involved with the fifth skill. But that's basically all I have for the you know main skill set. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed this, and I hope it was definitely helpful for some people because in my top 10 tips podcast, I'd said specializing is very important and this will kind of help some people that don't really know as much, you know, what specializations are better, which ones pair well with other things. So, you know, discipline pairs well with a lot of things. Gunsling pairs well with a lot of things. Marathon pairs well. So a lot of these can pair well with things. If you have a specific question and, you want to ask me, you know, what pairs best with this skill? You know, maybe you want to use endurance. You want to ask me what pairs best with endurance. Just, you know, come find me on Discord. That will be in the show notes. And you can ask me on Discord. Or you could contact me on Twitter at Blaze Experience. You can also send me an email, theblazeexperience at gmail.com. Those are the three main ways to contact me. So contact me any one of those ways. I'll answer any questions you have about specializations. And maybe we can even jump in a game together if you want to. 
I'd be happy to do that. If you want to find the podcast, it's on Apple Podcast. It's on Google Play. It's on Stitcher. Basically, any of your main platforms, Blueberry, Podbean, it'll be on all those directories. So just search this on there. I would really appreciate anyone who gives us an Apple Podcast review. Those reviews help us get seen by more people, and it helps more people find the podcast. So anyone that wants to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, it's very much appreciated. But I really thank everyone for listening. It means a lot that you're listening and supporting the podcast. And I will be back next week. Next week, like I said, we're going to talk all about the fifth skill. And I will tell you, you know, what I think are the best fifth skills to use. And we'll hammer down on that. So, so tune in next week. And I've mentioned it in the last couple episodes. We are part of the new network, podcastnewhampshire.com. So check that out as well if you want some other podcasts to listen to alongside this one. There's some great podcasts on there. And like I said at the top of the episode, I am working on getting an intro song for the podcast. Thank you again for supporting the podcast, and I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to The Blaze Experience.